this installment of What the Fuck Did You Make Us Watch, Walter? We watched Mary and Max. Hey guys, welcome back to Capacity Geek. I'm Alex, and I'm joined as always with Bobby and Walter. Say hey guys. Hey. Hey, what's up guys? So yes, indeed, Walter. What did we just watch? Well, we watched Mary and Max, the 2009 Australian claymation film about an Australian woman who, in her childhood, befriended a New York man with Asperger's, and it basically showed the growth of their friendship through being pen pals from basically the time she was a little kid till her adult years, and just how their friendship kind of shaped each other's lives from that point on. And I was recommended this movie by a friend, watched it on Netflix, and I immediately thought it was super charming. I know, it's a bit of a weird film, but it has a really heartfelt message behind it. What did you guys think? So to open it up, I have to say the beginning of it definitely gave me some sort of uh, Welcome to Night Vale vibes. If you guys haven't listened to Welcome to Night Vale, it's about a small town in the southwestern U.S. where even the mundane things are weird. And uh, let me tell you, there is a lot of fucking weird in this movie. Oh, God, yeah. The thing about claymation... Um, how many claymation movies would you guys say that you've seen? Like, obviously the go-to is, uh, Ardman, Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run, uh, Flushed Away, even though that was a joint effort with DreamWorks and it was mostly computer animated. It was originally going to be a claymation film, but one of their studios burned down and they lost all the assets to that, so they, they made it. the clay guys. They did. They lost all the clay. That's horrible. They could all turn it into bricks. They got some new pots, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, obviously, Ardman and uh, Laika, which we've mentioned on the show before, and we will do an episode of Kubo and Two Strings eventually. But, uh, also, Wes Anderson does dabble in a little bit of um, claymation, stop motion. If you guys have seen... Um, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox or I Love Dogs. Those are some of my favorite movies. I have seen neither, but I have wanted to see them both. I have them both. I think that might be in two separate episodes. I gotta say, I'm definitely looking forward to an I Love Dogs episode because I've been wanting to see that movie for some time now. It's, it's pretty great. No, but where do you guys lie on the opinion of uh, claymation stop-motion films? I have... A love for just the concept of claymation and stop motion. For not only the aesthetic of it, which I really enjoy, but I have a great respect for the amount of work that goes into claymation and stop motion. Because you could be at work for hours and hours and get maybe, what, a minute or two of usable footage? And with, like all that work and getting such little usable footage out of it, it has to be like teams and teams of people working for almost nonstop from the time the project starts till it ends to get uh, a full movie done, even 
like an hour and a half movie, which claymation films usually aren't super long because of the arduous process behind creating them. So I have a lot of respect for the people that do that for that alone. Oh yeah. Claymation and stop motion are definitely an art form that sadly has gone away with time. I mean, like I said, Ardman, um, obviously Wallace and Gromit shorts, Chicken Run, Early Man, they just released that. But also I think that was not a complete, that was not a complete uh, claymation effort. Or maybe it was. But just the whole advent of stop motion and stuff like that is slowly going away. But there's still hope in the art style. Uh, Obviously Leica has been, I wouldn't say thriving. Their films haven't been huge financial successes, but they've been enough of successes to keep making them. And I would say that they are kind of the next Pixar, where Pixar used to release films like two, three years uh, different from each other. Now they release films every year. They release sequels, where like a very seldom releases films. I think Coraline, Paranorman, Kubo and the Two Strings and uh, Missing Link, all in the span of 10 years. And Box Trolls, but we don't talk about Box Trolls. A lot of people don't like Box Trolls. But, um... I don't think I ever have. It's a very obscure one of them. Um, not, obviously not on the same ground as Coraline or Kubo and the Two Strings. But, uh, yeah, definitely Leica. We'll definitely talk about them later on. But, uh, Mary and Max. So, you said this is, uh, Australian production, right? Yes. Um, uh, joint Australian-American. Right. And, uh, it does say in the beginning that it's based off a true story. Had you done any research into the true story? No, because... I, this is no, because this is the first time in the couple times I've watched it that I've noticed it saying that, and in all the things I've looked up about it, I've never seen anything about that. So, if we could figure out if it's actually based on a true story, that would make a lot of that would make a lot of the movie really interesting. Well, maybe I'll get back to you in a second, Bobby, if you can do a little bit of reading on that. That's why we love you, resident researcher. So, Alex, um, yeah, to kill time, what did you think of the development of the two characters as the movie went? I definitely was thrown by a loop a couple times uh, during the story, uh, especially with the character of Mary as she develops into a young woman. I knew nothing of this movie going in um yeah i knew nothing of this movie going in and i had heard about it before uh but only in passing uh but i didn't realize that it was going to take kind of the span of what did they land on like 15 years 15 nearly 20 years nearly 20 years right because she starts at eight and I think they end around 27, so about, yeah. about yeah, 20, about 20 years. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it was really weird. 
One, because the characters seldom talked. Mary probably has the most lines out of anybody. Um, but, yeah, there's mostly a narrator taking us through the entire story. And it's not a pretty movie. And I don't think it's supposed to be. There's a line where a character says that there's no magic cream that you can put around the world uh, to make it pretty. There's ugliness wherever you go. Yeah, I think like with this movie, both characters live tough lives. I mean, Max living in a world that he's uncomfortable with because he can't read people. He doesn't he doesn't really know how to socially interact with people. He lives with constant anxiety attacks. He lives with depression. And Mary lived in what was essentially her entire life a broken home because her mother is a severe alcoholic. Her father is very distant. And seemingly her only friend in life is her pet rooster. Right. And eventually Max. And she's bullied relentlessly, as is Max when he's a child. And in the span of, what, a year, Mary loses both of her parents? Right. But that's kind of a blessing in disguise, honestly. Uh, In my calculations, it happens around the time that she's 18. So, in Australia, obviously, I'm, uh, no, that's... Thing of the age of consent means that you're an adult. Is that what that is? Probably the adult age is lower in Australia, right? Uh, no, I'm going to say 16, though. 16, I'm right. I'm going to definitely get check myself on that. Yeah, before Walter takes a vacation down under. Also, 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 editors now. Mary and Max was not a joint production. It was strictly Australian. The only American part of it was the distribution. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's just an actor. That's like calling fucking, like, Star Wars an American-British joint, or, like, what else is there? Johnny Bravo went to India, Walter. (laughs) American-Indian joint. Yeah. Not that kind of Indian, though. Although that was a completely Indian production. Johnny Bravo and Goes Bollywood. Right. Yeah. Um, 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 Lord of the Rings, uh, Kiwi slash whatever fuck production with midgets. Tree people. Tree people. And okay. Full <clears throat> of a toe. Uh, did you find anything about it being a true story? Nope. Hmm. Alright, well that's a crock of... Something I can't say on this show because it's a kid's movie, technically. Even though there are erect nipples. I would not show this movie to my children. I would not show Walter to my children. But, uh, back on my train of thought. Um, obviously she's around 18, so she would be considered an adult. It might be a little lower in, uh, United Kingdom, Australia. British rule. Um, but, uh, 
they'd obviously obviously be lower in Australia, so she would be on her own. Plus, it's the eighties, so and she still seemed like she was taken care of. She went to university. She got money left behind by her father, and uh, she it, well, she doesn't meet him, but uh, she eventually goes for the neighbor boy across the street who ends up being gay. Um, is also voiced by Eric Bana. I looked that up. So yeah, her life progressively gets better with or without Max at times, because there are some times where he doesn't write to her um, either because ironically her letters in a less savory position where, where he's institutionalized because of his anxiety or she does or says the wrong thing to him and uh he becomes upset with her they don't speak for about a year maybe a couple months but uh yeah her life does progressively get better but a lot of that is with the help of a friend like max she's able to stand up for herself uh she gets a candy that says that she has to love herself first before she loves someone else and max inadvertently helps her and uh, Mary helps Max in a way. He says in one of the more powerful uh, lines in the movie where you're my only friend. No, you're my best friend. You're my only friend. And it is kind of sad because it's this pen pal situation and these two don't even end up meeting. Um, we obviously live in a different age. Uh Bobby, I know that obviously you would know this, but uh, uh, Walter, well, obviously we'd all know this, but uh, we all have an avid love of video gaming, and a part of video gaming is online play, and you, especially when you were younger and you could be on your, be on your Xbox or PlayStation or whatever you played, uh, you'd make friends online. And you'd play games with them, you know. You'd have voice uh, voice conversations with them. You'd, you know, have a lot of fun with them. But you never really got a chance to meet them. Sometimes you did. Sometimes you did get a chance to meet them, and that was great and all. And uh, But other times, you see, they've been offline for ten years. That's kind of how it goes. It's not... A lot of people say we're in the age where communication across the world is still where communication across the world is very easy to do but it's still kind of not because if we don't have these apparatuses like our phones our tablets our internet and everything we are still kind of just alone in this world without those connections that we make using them so it is kind of sad at the end where they're just about the meat, but spoiler alert, Max dies in the morning there about the meat. So, I don't know, it kind of brought me back to that concept of the friends you've made, the friends you'll probably never meet, and kind of importantly, the friends you... <sighs> Excuse me. More importantly, the friends you'll probably never see again. And that... That ending of the movie, the ending of this movie always gets me. Like, it's really always emotional for me because 
like, I know what's coming, but you can see, like, the happiness in her face knowing she's about to meet the man who's who just getting back to her saved her life. Because before one of the last things he sent to her, she was about to commit suicide, not knowing that she was pregnant. It's just a really... it As much as it is sad, like, when she goes in there and sees, like, just how important she was to him and sees that that he kept all her letters, kept all her little gifts. It's really touching to see how much effect someone can have on someone else's life without physically even meeting them. Yeah. Bobby, want to chime in? Walter, with all your pauses, such as the one I just made, that's going to be a lot of editing I have to do. Is there anything else we want to say about this episode? Um, TLDR, super sad story, pretty good movie, would not show my children, maybe my young adults, but not my children. 7 out of 10, too many black nipples. Those nipples made moves. And I think, honestly, like, especially this day and age with how connected we can be, it's kind of an important message. Like, you never know where you're going to make friends from. And you never know who out there might need a friend. So as we've said on this podcast before, just be good to one another. I don't think we actually said that, but uh, basically... We said be excellent to one another because we were quoting Bill and Ted. So, fuck you, Walter. Don't be a piece of shit. Like Walter. <laughs> and <Uncle> Mary. <laughs> Alright, uh... Closing thoughts? Anything you want to say more? One closing thought and then closing opinions. Um, closing thought number one: Why was two thousand nine the year of really sad animated films? What else came out? Up. Oh. oh fuck yeah! It should just be a running gag where we don't, where we kind of don't give a shit about Up, even though it's a really good movie. And like, I don't know because in our Pixar episode. Now, because it was supposed to be the episode where we talked about Up, we talked about every single Pixar episode, every single Pixar movie besides Up. But yeah, no, Up came out this year. Um, did Wally come out this year too? No, I think Wally was 2008. You know what else came out in 2009? What? G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Oh, God, yeah, sad animated you know films. You know what else came over. out in 2009? Mm-hmm. Terminator Salvation. Oh, no. You know what else came out in 2009? Star Trek. Video goes to jail. Stop. You know what else came out in 2009? Star Trek. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ugh. Ugh. Remember, guys, not just really sad ones came out in 2009. Really shitty ones, too. Really fucking bad ones came out in 2009. Oh, my God. Uh, but, anyway, my closing opinions. I adore this movie. I 
think it's a wonderful message. I think it's a visually pleasing movie. I really like it. I thought that in the limited lines, the actors for Mary and Max did an excellent job of conveying their stories. Um, especially Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman was excellent as Max. Oh, yeah. And I... It's just a touching story about friendship and finding someone that makes you feel like you actually belong. And is that not what everyone just wants? Everybody wants a friend. Very good message. Uh, Bobby, anything else to say in the end? I don't have any closing thoughts or opinions, really, because you got me started on the whole Bad Movies of 2009 thing. It's all right. I think our next... I think what Extra Bits is going to be is just you and me rattling off movies that came out in 2009. Including Street Fighter. Save it for Extra Bits. Jeff, just bleep that. Bleep the entire thing. Just bleep the entire fucking podcast, man. Just the one. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, this is a great way to start off season two, eh, boys? Really fucking sad. And erect nipples. Mine are still flat for yours. <laughs> Bobby, you can't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, we'll see you for extra bits. But till then, good night, everybody. You know what came out in 2009? Nine. You know what else came out in 2009? Aliens in the Attic. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Astro Boy. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Ed, Ed, and Eddie's Big Picture Show. Okay, that was actually good. That was actually pretty good. I never saw that one. You know what else came out in 2009? Yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox. That, one, that one's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know what else came out in 2009? What? Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Elvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel. <laughs> Gotta do a... Oh, you know what else came out in future... Uh, fuck. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Futurama Into the Wild Green Yonder. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I like Futurama. But you know what else came out in 2009? What? Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Jesus. You know what else came out in 2009? Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. You know what else came out in 2009? Can I, can I make a confession? No. I unfortunately saw both Paul Blart movies in theaters. Yeah, me too. You Let's say unfortunately. I watched them for fun. Bad. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Princess and the Frog. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Thomas and Friends, Here Over the Rails, the movie. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Totally Spies, the movie. You know what else came out in 2009? What? The Twilight Saga, New Moon. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Um, hold on. 
uh, Planet 51 with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I feel like I said that one, or like I was going to say that one. You said Aliens in the Attic. Oh. Um. 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 You know, hold on. Um. 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 You, you know what else came out in 2009? What? Two pretty solid anime movies, Summer Wars and Redline. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Garfield's Pet Force. say on this podcast that Walter is a homophobic because he doesn't like to leave the house. Fun <laughs> fact, guys, uh, if you haven't seen Mary and Max yet, even though that's literally what we just talked about. Um, we talked around on, it. Yeah, we talked around it like we do most things. But uh, there's a character in the movie where, while Mary was young, she didn't know what agoraphobia was, so she just called it homophobia. Being mm-hmm. afraid to leave the house. Ah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get that? I thought that was cute. You didn't get that. Okay, and I'm pretty sure you guys didn't realize that, like, the little collectibles slash... We're like, supposed to be the Smurfs? No, not only that. Did you guys not notice that they look like penises? I didn't what were their names, like, Nurples, too? They're, uh... <clears throat> I don't remember, but all I know is that their heads looked like cock heads. I'm Jeff edited yeah. that out. I'm having an Austin Powers moment. Machine gun jubblies. How did I miss those? <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? But I do like later in the movie where she's actually older and educated. She does unlock correct what she was saying and does actually say agoraphobia. Yeah, I do like that. Um, oh, Watchmen came out in two thousand nine. 
Yeah, you know what else came out in 2009? Huh. I don't know, man. I just lost it. Oh, no, the page is back. I found the page. Um, District 9 came out in 2009. You know what else came out in 2009? What came out in 2009? Adventureland. Yeah, you know what else came out in 2009? Huh. Zombieland. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Dragon Ball Evolution. We, we weren't going to talk about it, but, you know, we talked around it instead. Oh, God. Coming soon, guys. Maybe a Dragon Ball Evolution episode. No. Coming soon, guys. Another equally bad movie. At some point. Tune in next week for our Charlie's Angels episode. Please, God, no. Don't worry. We will turn our volume. Uh, we will turn the speaker volumes all the way up when we hear the Nickelback slash Kid Rock cover of Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. No. I think he just. Said, I'm pretty sure he just did. I'm also pretty sure we'll do Charlie's Angels next week. Probably not. Please. That's all right. We won't do Charlie's Angels next week, but we'll do it for season three. When we give up our advent of movies that one of us hasn't seen, and we just watch a bunch of bad movies. Speaking of which, you know what else came out in 2009? What? Up. You know what else came out in 2009? <laughs> 17 again. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Land of the Lost. Oh, you know, Jesus. You know what else came out in 2009? Huh? You know what else came out in 2009? What? The Proposal. You know what else came out in 2009? My Little Pony Twinkle Wish Adventure. Oh, jeez. You know what else came out in 2009? What? Um, My Sister's Keeper. You know what else came out in 2009? Jennifer's Body. We just spent 20 minutes on extra bits. Well, we have to make up for well, no. the lack of show that we have. Ten Once minutes. I that, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be like probably a solid twenty five minutes. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, you know what else came out in two thousand nine? What? Five hundred days of summer. I've heard that's good. Yeah, I heard that's good. I I also heard that we watched the remake of it this, well, last year now with Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's what happened. All right. Uh. Yeah. If you stayed around this long, um, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs>